Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome back. It's uh, season four, episode two. I've been joined by Ben Taggart tonight. Uh, really exciting. Just heard uh, your backstory, Ben. So we're going to be talking about living the dream. Um, and obviously how your mindset has really... I obviously just spoke to you, but it's had a massive shift over this last year. Um, and hopefully we can give some great tips in tonight's um, uh, you know chat about really reinventing yourself and what a perfect time we're in a well for some i think it's lockdown point uh four for me it's lockdown three i don't know which one you're in now ben is <laughs> i'm free for me three as well oh my gosh we're, so, we're all kind of an expert in this now aren't we yeah yeah yeah, yeah we're experts in dermatology and everything so uh um yeah so you've had a, an interesting year some big changes new baby Congratulations. It's all happening. I mean, yeah, talk about reinventing yourself and new beginning, new beginning, new baby, new year. My baby was born 11 days ago, uh, hence the way I look. <laughs> this is lockdown stroke. Um, <laughs> but I'm living the dream. It's amazing. Yeah. It's baby oh, number two and uh, trying to juggle a three-year-old and a newborn is uh, insane. But there are a lot of people out there that have done it. If we get through lockdown, then I can get through a newborn baby with a three-year-old. Oh, oh my gosh, easy. Yes, definitely. Um, so you've had you've had a like a career change over the last year. You're moving into coaching, and I, I really want to you know share that a little bit more in just a bit. Uh, but it sounds like you've had quite an interesting career before that, and you know, obviously lockdown has forced a couple of things. The first one, the, or the COVID, um, but you've kind of taken control rather than you know, sit there and get on it. You've taken control of, right, we're going to just, I, I'm, this is what I'm going to do now. And So, um, well, you've been on Love Island. What's that all about? Yeah, I mean, not as a... Um, not as a <laughs> I haven't got the physique for that. But, um, yeah, I spent three years uh, working on Love Island, the first three series, so that was an experience. Um, yeah, I've worked in TV for 20 years now. Um, as a freelance, very lucky to have a, a pretty cool job as a sound recordist. Um, so stuff like X Factor, um, Britain's Got Talent, The Apprentice. Uh, been all over the world and spent time with like insane people. I mean, Nelson Mandela, Bill Clinton, uh, Hugh Jackman, just like yeah, incredible people. So I've had a great, great job. Um, but it was a job that always controlled me. I was never in control of it because I was freelance. So I was at the beck and call of anyone that would hire me uh, and I'd get a phone call say now to go and work tomorrow uh, I'd leave the house at five in the morning and I wouldn't get back to eight o'clock or I'd have a phone call to say oh in two days um, we're going to go to the Maldives for five days which sounds great but yeah I'm in the Maldives but I can't just stop and have a beer when I want um, and I'm not in control of it and when I had my first baby I just realized that it's not the life that I wanted to live anymore it was a great life, don't get me wrong, I should not be complaining about it, but like I say, it was controlling me rather than me controlling it. Um, so that's when, as you said, like COVID came, and there is, yeah, as you rightly said, Matt, there's two ways that you could take a situation like this. You could face it head on and look for the positives, um, or you can look for the negatives in it. And I, probably, I don't know exactly statistically, but it feels from people that I've spoken to, there's been quite a 50-50 split across the country with this about how people have just gone so positive and said right we can take this this is a test of our character where can we go from this where can we evolve 
and then the people that have shied away and hidden in a corner and life is dreadful and it's the end of the world. Well, it's not. I mean, these things happen. Like, obviously, no one could predict that this madness was going to happen, but it's life. You roll with the punches, didn't you? And you uh, you take it on the chin. Yeah, definitely. And do you think like what you're doing now would would you have would you have done that uh, without the pandemic, or do you kind of feel that it was there but it, it just pushed you that little bit more? So that's interesting. So I probably four five years ago. Um, I kind of started getting this feeling. So it's when my wife fell pregnant with my first one and more so when she was born, I was like, right, I need to do something different in my life. And I started uh, learning about personal development and getting into business. So we started our first business um, and just reading lots and taking on lots of information and finding characters like Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, these really big influential figures that shout in your face and really make you wake up. And then you start exploring it and uh, learning about mindset and just really getting into what's going on in here, really. So from that point, I had business and then I had personal development. So my eyes were open. I was like, whoa, like growing up in Southeast London, there's no personal development, really. Like I've never heard anyone at school talking about personal development. And there's barely anyone that starts businesses. You might get a few of my mates that uh, maybe start a scaffolding company or something like that. But it's kind of not spoken about and like financial education and all of these kind of things. So my eyes were open. I was like, well, this is like, there's so much out there that I've not been party to. Um, so I really started delving deep into what it is that I want to do. And yeah, I started getting a real keen interest in that and how I could mold what I'm learning and help others. Because like I say, like my background, people were not interested in this kind of stuff. And it's probably just because they're not educated in it. So it's like, how could I educate people? But then there was always the family, there was always the job. Um, there was just no time, really. I didn't take the time to think and stop and think, how can I mould this into my new life? And then obviously COVID come, lockdown number one came, and there was plenty of time. There was no excuse then. So it's like, right, how do I reinvent myself? Because like for me, financially, a self-employed shit hit the fan. Like Literally, the tap turned off, the money wasn't coming in. We've got another business, which is a property business. That kind of got us through. But even there was some dicey points there where people were losing their jobs. So they were leaving the houses that we were that we manage. And um, it all could have just gone crumbling down. So it's like, right, don't panic. Just sit down. Think about what it is that you've learned, what it is that you really enjoy. How can you help other people with your knowledge? And what does that look like at the end? So at the end, that looked like coaching for me. So helping people with business but then also what i think is that people when they start a business they don't take any time with the personal development area of it um they don't think about the life that they want to create the lifestyle they want to create what the outcome wants to be in 5 10 20 years time um so i thought it kind of needs to try and mold these things together and help people start on a good solid platform for starting a business is starting with yourself first then creating a business because it's very easy to become prisoner to a business and then you end up in a worse state than when you started that business and your health, your mental health, your fitness, it all just starts deteriorating and you get to a really, I know a lot of people that have gone to really dark places and it's because I think that they haven't spent the time at the beginning just having a look and thinking about what it is that they want to achieve and how they're going to get there. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we all need a purpose of some kind. And if it gets um, distorted or it gets lost, um, 
you know, it can quite, you know, it's difficult. It's, you know, I've been in that dark place. That was before I um, took on a business as well. And then, um, but I think at the beginning as well, um, like we know what we want to do. We, we may have a great idea. We may even be an expert in that field, but it's it's the other bits that definitely you're talking about, I think are so, so important when you're starting out because it, it sometimes it can be quite lonely as a business owner, right? Um, I think, and this is one thing, I think having a coach is invaluable. And I think a lot of people can um, not see the value in it mm -hmm. until it starts going wrong. And like you say, them hard times, when you have someone in your corner or when you have someone to even prepare you before and say, look, this isn't going to be plain sailing. Like you're going to have a lot of downs. There's going to be some ups, but there's going to be a lot of downs. Um, just being prepared for that because when you start a business, you're looking at it and you're going, right, I've got this. This is brilliant. And if I sell 100 of these, I'm going to be a millionaire. And there's millions of people in the world. So I can easily do that. And like you're always thinking about the best case scenario. And oh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be well easy. If I just get this little fraction here, I've made it. Yeah. Let's, let's go and do it. And then reality kicks in and it's like, oh, shit. It wasn't that easy. <laughs> And no. you can get caught into the darkness of it then. You can really then start making silly mistakes like throwing money at a situation where it just needs something. You, just to have somebody just looking at it subjectively because when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the war, you need a strategist behind you sometimes. Um, so that was kind of where – because I've been there as well myself. I've, yeah. I've made some messes of businesses. and I, I believe that um, – a successful business person who hasn't failed is either lying or they're not a successful business person. Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ego got in the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. you learn so much from failure. But obviously, if you can have someone that can help you, not necessarily not make them mistakes and have them failures, but just help you guide you through them, help you prepare, help prepare you for them, or just come and just have that arm around your shoulder when she made them and just say, don't worry, that's going to happen. That always happens. But I, cause I also believe I'm a big believer in karma and I believe in the, the universe tests us. Um, I believe this whole COVID thing is a big test. It's a serious test for me and my wife. Like it's been serious tests. And I just keep saying that every time that something gets thrown at us, it's just the universe going, look, if you can stand up strong, your shoulders back and all of this is coming at you and still keep going, then they're going to go, the universe is going to go, yeah, it's all right. He's got the minerals for this. Let's give it to him. I, I agree with that. I love that. I don't know if you, have you heard of Dean Graciosi? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read much of him, but yeah, he's uh, quite oh, yeah, good. Yeah, he's good. I, I watched him. Um, he was at a seminar. Grant Cardone was there as well. But, and he said something that one of the, you know, when you see a speaker and it's, some things just stick with you. Yeah, and he said something so similar to what you just said is that when it doesn't go your way, is like literally the universe is saying, "You're not quite ready for that." I just want to make sure that you are serious about what you're doing. So I'm just going to put this little obstacle there because I just yeah. need to be so sure you're serious. And I was like, right, that stuck st stuck with me so much with that. Um, and you know what? You know what? It could it could be the universe, or it could be because also like there's a lot of people believing like visualization affirmations yeah. like i think there's something in all of it so it oh, could be yeah. even like that you're self-affirmating in a different way you're just saying come on chuck it at me chuck it at me instead of saying those positive re re reaffirmations every day i think it's just there's something in all of it i think as long as you're keeping 
all of these tools are just keeping in your mind, keeping your mind sharpened, because that is it. It's like there's in every element of life, there's no plain sailing. So as long as you stand up strong, your shoulders high, and you say, "Come on, I'm ready. I'm gonna have it." Yeah, you'll get through it, and you'll get through it stronger. Definitely, I, I feel like because we're quite conditioned for um, an early age of everything working out perfectly for us. From reading our, <laughs> um, I said nursery rhymes, not nursery rhymes. Um, you know, things like Cinderella, everything ends happily ever after, and it it, it can. I'm not saying it can't because we're talking about living the dream. But I, I totally agree with you that you, you do need that coach. And I, I've seen people literally on the brink. Like um, I, I'm in the martial arts industry, and I I remember um, going over to the states. There was a couple, uh, you know, this this event, and literally like Ben, they were on the brink of. Um, you know bankruptcy and they they i remember they went on this coaching program uh the same one i was on and they, they 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 were up talking about it and they said um like even the guy said i wasn't too sure if you were going to make it and, and then they they turned it all around very successful and it's down to having that coach but i i, I think you, you're absolutely right sometimes we don't people don't always see the value in a coach until it's until they need it or later on um, and hindsight is a wonderful thing, but you know what, we, we get there in the end. And I, when I look back, I think I've been at my best when I've had a coach, someone coaching me and guiding me um, through something, 100%. It's that accountability as well, isn't it? It's yeah. the, the knowledge, it's, the, it's, a, it's a, the many facets that you kind of, you think to yourself in a positive way, and listen, it's not, not bad that you can say these things to yourself. Mm. That, oh, yeah, don't worry, I can do it, I've got it. It's like I love the fact, yeah, you, you've got that positivity in you to say, yeah, I can do this on my own. It's fine. But, I mean, I know personally I have coaches. I have coaches. I have a mentor um, because I know that, yeah, there are things that I can do and I can get up and I can go and train and I can go running and I can sit down and put some solid focus working. But I can just do more when there's a coach, when I've got someone just holding my hand, holding me accountable that I can fall back on to chuck decisions at. It's just – I'm only doing what I know works for me and I'm sure it works like you said it's, it's worked for you so it, it does work and, and again going back to the personal development I think people can really underestimate the importance of this mm. uh, I know a lot of people think oh, I was just wishy-washy kind of a load of hippies sitting in a room telling each other how amazing and themselves how amazing they are but we've got to keep telling ourselves how amazing they are. we are because the brain just plays tricks on you all the time like you've got to take control of it it's uh that chimp paradox it's that yeah yeah <laughs> that bit of the brain that just sends you into trouble or sends you into panic and you've just got to kind of try and condition it constantly yeah definitely and as well i think being what i notice myself i'm sure you do as well because i think we're in some similar coaching groups through one way or another but um you kind of feed off that positivity. You see someone, yeah. right, and, and you can ask a question. Like, I know I got a mastermind tomorrow, so I know I, I'm feeling nervous about some things I, I got to do at the moment because I'm coming out of my comfort zone. So I'm like, oh God, do I just get me on there. I want to ask this question. And it might be, a, it might, you know, it, he's probably going to go, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> but, but, but you got that, um, it does, even sometimes I can just sit and listen. And I'm like, right, I see, I'm pumped up now. I'm ready to go. So there is, is so many things, but definitely the mindset. We have got to defend ourselves daily against ourselves. I, lo I love the fact that you just spoke about the comfort zone because that is just a key thing. One of, um, one of the things I do in my syllabus um, 
and I've kind of just created just to be a bit different, but it's the um, the mountain of comfort um, rather than it's normally a circle. Yeah. Out of that zone. But I just kind of, in my head, I just envisage it like Mount Everest and climbing that bad boy. And you've got like that comfort at the beginning, then you've got that stretch, that middle bit, and then the gold is at the, the top, is the, the panic, obviously. And you want to keep climbing it and pulling those things down and getting them down. And I think people can underestimate, well, we know how easy it is to be in that comfort zone. So maybe sometimes to have someone there to go, right, what is your objective? Is it to become an influencer or an expert in your market? So therefore, is it for you to really push yourself out there on social media, podcasts and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. It's very easy for you to sit down and go, right, I'm going to write out my comfort zone. But you might get comfortable writing out your comfort zone and not looking at things that really are scary because that is where the gold is. It's at the top of that mountain. It's uh, pulling those really scary things down. As you know, Like I mean, you've had this successful podcast and um, live show now for years. It takes a long time to build momentum and it's scary. Like When you first thought of that, to think, I'm going to be doing this for three years, probably put you out of your comfort zone I'd imagine that so that's where you're going to get the results and uh, people sometimes they can even writing these things down be comfortable writing them down and not pushing themselves enough yeah definitely and it is it's just overcoming that fear isn't it but the reward like you said is it's like you can't even explain it really kind of it's like running as well like you go for a run it's horrible. And that feeling <laughs> at the end of the run, that's what you're doing it for. Yeah, exactly. You know, award at the end of it where you go, yeah, I've just done that. I've just smashed that half marathon, that 10K, that marathon. Um, but lacing up, when it's minus one today, I was out for a two-hour run today, lacing up, and then the minute I stepped out the door, I might, I might go back in there then. <laughs> go for it, and you come back and you feel like a champion. Yeah, but that's this discipline. I don't think we, uh, you know, sometimes we don't need motivation. We just got to discipline ourselves, and then I, I find then the motivation sort of works itself out. Uh, and that's a, again, that's well, when when I was doing my um, with my own fitness and martial arts training, it was I just turn up because if I'm having a bad day, I just don't want to think about it. I just turn up, and then I'll just let the instructor motivate me. Ultimately, yeah. I end up motivating myself. <laughs> And then that goes back to, like we said, having a coach, or even if it's not a coach, a place where yeah. people are going, where's Matt? Why is he not here? Mm-hmm. And then they might message you if you haven't turned up. Matt, where was you? Where are you at? Like, and you're, you've got that in your head. Like, you're thinking, because you're right about the discipline is, a coach um, said to me, there's like five stages, because success is built on habits. Yeah. Um, it's built on com- stretching yourself out of your comfort zone, but then creating habits to, to perform. Um, so it's motivation and inspiration that starts with it's easy to get that it's easy to read a book or listen to a podcast or or watch a seminar and you've got that motivation then you get onto the inspiration because you've got that person you go I want to be like them that's awesome no sorry it's inspiration first you look at someone you go what they're doing is incredible then you've got the motivation because you hear them and you're like right yeah I can do that I'm ready they've g'd me up now I'm good to go and then it's the discipline and that's where most people falter. And that's when a coach can come in and really get you past that. Because then at the back end of that, that's when it forms a habit over a period of time. And then the fifth stage is when it is just part of you. It's just intrinsic. It's even beyond the habit. 
it's something that it's just your life and you just tell everyone yeah this is how it is this is this is it or you're shout from the rooftops that this is how you need to be because this is the way that i've changed my life um so yeah i think coach is again fundamental i mean it sounds like i'm really selling myself as a coach i mean you go to any coach listen don't come to me go to anyone because it's so valuable i just think it's one of the key ingredients to getting success is just helping you just get over these obstacles or planning out this journey to get past all of these obstacles. Yeah, I know. I totally agree with everything you just said there. And, and again, I think with any coach anyway, it's a relationship, isn't it? So um, it's just so important to have one. And, and as coaches, we want to, we want to work with like-minded people. You know, we, we can't work with everyone, but we will try. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. So and it, but yeah, it's, it's, so it's just finding that. But I think um, I, I love your passion. I think and that that is fundamental because I know straight away that anyone you work with, you're gonna you know really you know lift them up, provided they're prepared to work for it. Obviously, you, they got to do the stuff. And but I think that's that's crucial in what we um, in what we do anyway. If we've got that passion, that drive. Yeah, I mean, we've only got it because we we've done it. Like we've yeah. been we've tasted it we've tasted that not to say like i'm some mega successful person but for me it's not just about having that stature of a million pound company or something like that it's now it's about me finding that balance of having a business i'm happy with and feel like i'm achieving but having my life and it's just trying to find that general happiness i mean listen we're all trying to find happiness in life one way or the other if it's from relationships fitness or money it's trying to trying to get a kind of happy medium between it all. And I know there's everyone says that work-life balance. There's no such thing really as a work-life balance. But it's finding all of those elements that make you happy and trying to merge it in some way. I think freedom. Love it. Freedom. Because I um who I can't remember who it was. I think it was um lady Cortina in Canada. Someone I interviewed anyway last year. And, and she put something to me and it really made me think, Ben, it was, but, but we need, because we're having balance, we can't just always have happiness. We do need, unfortunately, we do need some bad things to happen yeah. um, because it, you know, like you said, with the COVID, it, 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 it woke you up, you know, it made you realise it also when you were in, um, you know, being away out for the film in the Love Island, it all sounds great and glamorous, but you know, you said you missed out a little bit on that time. So it, it right, or I need freedom to have time with my children, um, and time, you know, to put into the things. So I think freedom, um, you know, is it like I might, I could say happiness is the same thing, but I think it's so important. But understanding, we still, when the shit is the fan, then we just find we can find the good in the, you know, in, in the circumstances. It's happening for a reason for us to. You know, some bad happens to, because we need that out of our life to make way for you know more good, basically. Yeah, and it's embracing that journey, isn't it? It's like, yeah. like kind of you need to have that hard time to appreciate that good time. You need to have those failures to learn how to be better. You need to yeah fail to have success, and yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a complete yeah paradox kind of situation that you have. But, and the thing is, is just embracing that and just going. That is life. I'm happy with it. Because a lot of people can get those bits and just fall down and just cry into their pillow and say, my life is dreadful and everyone's after me and all woe me, where it's not, it's just a test. And it's nine times out of 10, probably a test to make you appreciate 
the good thing that you got the other side here. Yeah, definitely. And it wake you into it push you to something, you know, even better. A lot of the time, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So um yeah, uh, good stuff. So um I was gonna ask, I, I keep doing this, my memory's getting worse. I'm gonna have to start doing some memory tests. <laughs> <laughs> so have you you did um you were on Clubhouse at the weekend. Yes. Oh my goodness, Clubhouse. That is um a beautiful way to waste your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, so I mean, look, I, I'm a start of business, so I've gone from consumer of social media to creator, um, and bless people that consume because otherwise, what's the point of us creating? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just literally, I've got a newborn baby. I would not have time to consume the information as good as it is. I mean, you can just sit there and listen to groups of inspirational and mega successful people just their chain and the format is so addictive so me and a friend um a property friend went on it and he's a, a consultant in property obviously i've got my coaching and then i do some consulting in marketing um in the creation of um funnels basically landing page funnels and digital marketing funnels um so we went on there just to talk about pros and cons of consulting and coaching and he kind of, he put the property tagline because we both met through property. Um, we thought it'd be like half an hour, an hour. And we got on there and it was me, him and a cat or something. And we <laughs> thought, oh, this is going to like last three minutes. This is going to fall on its ass completely. Three hours later, we had to wrap it up and say, look, we haven't got the rest of the day to sit here and talk because the people that come on there and just start chatting with you, like quite influential names and in that, just start going like, you say, oh, who wants to throw their 10 pence in? And then they just click on it and say, yeah, I'd love to have a chat. So then they come up and they start talking about what they want to talk about. And then that turns into a bit more of a debate and then somebody else jumps in. Um, you've got your people that just want to come up and basically sell what they're, what they're doing in a, a not subtle way. Um, but you're going to get that everywhere. But it's great. I just I loved it. I thought it's just a really addictive great platform and Matt as soon as I get an invite because <laughs> I know you're desperate to get on there um, you know, I must have asked everybody now I feel like you know when you go around your, your indoors or somewhere anyway and, and you got to sit on the kids table I just everyone's hanging on about it and I'm like can I have an invite I'm, I'm a, here's my tagline as soon as I get one I'm pinging it straight over to you thank you, you bud on the party mate it's good. It's so addictive, but you can lose days oh. of your life on it. Like, yeah, seriously, you can lose days of your life on it. But how long it will last? I mean, it's perfect bringing it out now on another lockdown because people should have time on their hands. I mean, I haven't got any time on my hands. Uh, I don't know how much time you've got on your hands. Probably a lot of us business owners are working harder than we was before. But yeah, uh, I was busy last week and I wasn't that busy. So I've, I've created myself something to be uh, working on for next week. Oh, you could have had Clubhouse. Well, I would do, wouldn't I? <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be on it. Don't get carried away with it, though. It's, it yeah, no, 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 no. I think now is the perfect time. Um, yeah, what they say is, like, the best time of plants a tree was 20 years ago. And the second, that's the first time, best time, the second best time is right now. And I, I'm, I, I obviously, I spoke to the same as you, loads of people over the, you know, over the course of this uh, lockdown, and some had great ideas, didn't run with them. Some were like, oh, I don't know what to do, and maybe just finding their way. 
but we're, we're, here we are back again. Perfect time to learn something. Yeah, just do it. Like, right? Evolving landscape is like, just take this time, like utilize this time. Don't sit there and watch Netflix like this. You may never get another chance like this now to really, like I did, sit down, look at your goals. Like for me, it's, um, I've got the first thing that I do with my clients is a free stage goal setting. It's not just write down all the things you want, as in I want million pounds of property. I want a yacht. I want a plane with my face on the side of it. Like these things that you think you want because you've been to a seminar and people kind of go, oh, yeah, this is what you need to do. Just think 10x. I want this, 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 and put a date on it. Just add a little bit of pressure. That's what I used to do all the time. And you know what? Like, you don't achieve these things. You say in two years, I want 10 million pounds worth of property. You don't achieve it. And you're like, am I a failure? Mm. And it just, it just, I just don't think it, it helps people really. Like, as inspiration, I just think you need to, a goal setting should be, and this is how I do it now, is you look down and you go, what is it that I want to feel in my life? So for me, I wanted to feel that people wanted to come to me to learn something, to think I'm an authority, to think I can teach and I can help them with something. Because I've never had that in my life. I was always a sound man that just sat in the corner with his headphones on, just listening to people talking. So that was something I wanted from my life. Um, and then my next stage then is to look at what is the life that you want to create? Like, do you want time with your kids? Do you want to be able to go on Caribbean holidays three times a year? And just make sure that those two things align. Yeah. And then from that, you can then, with that picture, go, well, what is it that would fit this mould? So for me, coaching was perfect because I'm a bit high family. I want to be able to help people. I want to be an authority in something um, where people will go, you know what, Ben's great. Ben can really push you forward with your personal development, with your business planning, with your marketing. So it kind of just worked for me. I was like, right, this is the perfect lifestyle. This will make me happy. I'll be at home with my family. I can kind of pick and choose. I can be there for my clients rather than being somewhere in the world that I don't know where I'll be next week, when I'm going to be home, what time I'm going to be home, where I'm going to be eating, all of these crazy things. Um, so it's thinking about what it is that you really want out of life, not just I want to be rich. Why do you want to be rich? It's fine if you want to be rich. I've got no problem with that. I would like to be rich, but I just think what's more important to me. I'd like to be free. That word that you'd said earlier, I'd like to be free. So financially, emotionally, and free to spend time with the people that I care about. So yeah, it's kind of getting past this 10x. I want millions of pounds worth of property. I want to be super rich. I want to be living in a 20 bedroom house, which is absolutely fine if that's what you want. But what is the lifestyle that you want? If you want to spend time with your family and you want those things, the reality is it ain't going to happen. Like You're not going to see your family. You're going to be like Alan Sugar that never saw his kids if you want to create that massive empire. So it's really thinking about what it is that you want from this life because you only get one go at it. It comes back down to the why, isn't it, really? Yeah. You know, the, the reason why that purpose, I, I, um, I, I guess you've you got to dive in deep for that and – um, and it can change. You can change that. Like, I I relook yeah. at these. Like, I do my um, mountain of comfort. I do that once a month. Um, my goals. I don't do it yearly. I'd probably do it twice a year to just mm. see has it changed. Like me having another child now, has that changed my perspective on it? Like has that changed my perspective on how much money that I want to achieve, on how much time I want to give to my family, on 
how much my fitness has maybe deteriorated because of lack of tiredness. So do I want to then spend more time on that? And yeah, just constantly reassessing it. Don't just go right January 1st. This is what it is. Keep looking at all of these things constantly. Like I work in 90 day chunks. So I have my quarterly goals, three goals. So I've got uh, on this one, yeah, on this this quarter it is my first goal is to run 40 miles because I've got a 70-mile ultra run that I've got booked in the diary for June. Um, so I've got to run a 40-mile run first quarter. Um, I need a, I want 1,000 email subscribers on my email list. Um, and then the other one is something to do with a funnel that I'm creating. And then I just break them down systematically, month one, bomb, 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 three stages, month two, bomb, bomb, bomb. And that's how I work, like looking a year ahead onto what I want to do with my business. I just think it's a bit too much. Like you kind of, it's that point where it's too far in the future that you might take it easy at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, I, that's how I work. I like, I like doing three month chunks and I just think it gives you a decent amount of time to achieve something, but you've got to take some action to get it done. Yeah, yeah. But I guess in your head, you've got some idea that a year from now, maybe not exactly but you know you know where that's all going to be right yeah yeah oh yeah there's an idea yeah but i won't put it in stone yeah um, yeah because i don't i don't want i know you should aim for something and try and achieve it and you know what there's ways that different people work and i don't want to say that my way is the right way because i love um les brown um has a great saying if you aim for the moon and miss you still land in the stars so to say that I want my business to be a million pound business by the end of the year and I'm trying to work towards that, as long as I don't get disheartened when it's not a million pound business, yeah. because it's turned into a 700,000 pound business, I'd still be satisfied with that. So as long as you can position yourself to look at it like that. But this whole goal setting thing that I had that I'd said about before where I've been to seminars and it's like write down the biggest things that you can dream of. And put a date on them and then you just get it's so like ridiculous that you just get so downhearted when you're like you want 25 properties in a year and you've got half of one and you feel like a failure it's kind of trying to get that medium i guess yeah, yeah. you kind of combine in it in a little bit grant cardone talks about that in the 10x rule isn't it so it's like set that big goal but um people fall short you he kind of put he put it in my head is just always going to fall short so i was like okay i got my head around that but yeah. then it's for that, that bigger goal. But I guess we, people do get disheartened and then they bring the goal down and they make it lower and lower and lower until and just keep falling short. So, um, I mean, it makes sense to me, to be honest. I think, and I think it's, um, it, and like you said before, it's, it's, it's you got to find what works for you, isn't yeah. it? At the end of the day. And sometimes yeah. I think for a lot, those little short term, not, not, well, not actual, because it's that's still 90 days, that's a long time. But it's, it's, you, you can see yourself. Um, I think you're going to be more likely to push yourself for it. Yeah. And listen, I mean, like I say, it's, it's not like don't listen to one person, just try and evolve. Well, yeah. as a coach, like, I've got my framework of what's working for me, but I'm constantly learning. I'm still changing. Like, I literally um, yesterday started, uh, I'd listened to a book, The Bullet Journal. <clears throat> and I like journaling, but I've never been a master at journaling. I could yeah. like write in my diary, and it could be like two pages for a day. And then I might not write in it for a month and so much has happened. So I was trying to find uh, a new way of doing it. And I've gone through, I don't know, six different ways, gratitude journals and all sorts. 
Because I know how important it is. I know it's so important to be documenting your life and getting it down on paper. Um, so, yeah, like I say, yesterday I started implementing the bullet journal where I'm actually spent a lot of time creating my own journal. And it's quite therapeutic, like creating the perfect journal for you. But even then, and it says in the book, like test something, like do a page for birthdays, do a page for like book reviews. And basically you index them all at the beginning of, of your book so that you know, oh, you can go back and look at a review that I'd done on the bullet journal or a review that I'd done on 10X by Grant Cardone. Um, you can go back and look at the beginning of January, what my goals were, what my habit tracking was and stuff like that. Um, but if there's something in there that hasn't worked for you, then you just bin it and then you rewrite it. And that's what we just got to keep doing. And as a coach, and I think even when I'm a coach in 10 years time, I hope that I'm not saying this is my framework. This is how it works. I'll be saying this is how it's worked for me we can evolve on this. Let's see what works for you because everyone's different. I haven't got all the answers. I'm sure, Matt, you'll agree that you haven't got all the answers. Some things work for you that wouldn't work for me that may not work for somebody else. And I think that's what's going to be the sign of a good coach is um, trying to figure out what works for their client around your framework and just kind of coercing them in a direction that makes them happy and gets results. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and even... I think it's important to keep, you know, ha have different bits of influence coming in. Um, I don't, like for me, I like, I like I've got maybe two coaches at the moment, um, and that's enough for me. But I, I'm still reading, still got podcasts and other stuff going on, so I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not getting conflicting stuff, but they all is like, yeah, that resonates with me. Um, and, and again, you know, it's the perfect time is now to get you know if you can't afford to get on a course of any kind and there's so much out there now isn't you know whether it be youtube or podcast but commit yourself to doing it really and just start getting that information join some groups you know there's facebook groups you learn loads just in there of yeah. just joining the disruptive one was what put me on two masterminds i didn't even think i would end up being on ever in my life but i'm on yeah. it now so there we go it's all there clubhouse once matt can get in here they find yeah. out all about that and yeah, normally I'm late to the party of these things. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's, it's all out there, and um, there are levels. I mean, don't you don't need to go in and straight away go right. Here's ten grand. Let's get no. a, a great coach. And I've had coaches from all walks of life, not all walks of life, but in terms of success in their businesses. And sometimes you can think I'm going to have um, a multi-million pound successful coach who's like had these crazy insane businesses um and they're really going to help me and it turned out for me it didn't work for me because i was like down mm. here he was up here mm. too busy doing what he's doing up here with his empire building um so you don't always need to be up there there's middle grounds there's like low end stuff i i do a lot of stuff working um in marketing and in funnels and i've just done a course uh, russell brunson um, funnel building and I know a bit about all of this stuff this cost me a hundred dollars and it's like one of the best hundred dollars that I've been through it's like five weeks training they drip feed you there, there's so much stuff out there like um there's a guy called Garrett J White uh I think he's hundred dollars again he's got a course which is a bit more personal development it's like four weeks or something um so if you can't afford to have someone one-on-one -on -one, there, there are there are things out there just get involved just kind of open your eyes and open your mind to um sort of bigger picture out there because yeah 
once you peek behind that curtain, it's addictive. Yeah, and that is the dream. That is living the dream. Yeah, I think so, yeah. For me, living the dream is um, helping others, constantly evolving myself. Like, I just want to keep pushing myself and learning more and doing more, and that's why I do stuff like these crazy runs and um, throwing myself into personal development, into marketing, and maybe stretching myself too far every now and then. But I kind of peek behind the curtain a bit too late in life. Not a bit too late, but later in life. Um, so I just feel like I need to rush and get as much information. And I just keep growing and growth. Yeah, so that's another one. Freedom and growth. Like the freedom that you said in growth, for me, they are living the dream for me. And they may be for a lot of other people. Yeah, I like that. Freedom and growth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a book. Um, right, well, Ben, is, listen, I'm been great having you on baby I, i'm gonna have to get you back um for another, yeah. another chat I, I think i could chat we, we could be here three hours but i think you might be- <laughs> hopefully next week i'll get your clubhouse and we'll do a three-hour stint oh, <laughs> thank you um Harry, just before we finish up if anyone wants to get in contact with you um for coaching of any kind um yeah how, how do we do that yeah i'm, I'm still creating my funnels yeah too busy creating other people's funnels and creating my funnels but um, hook me up on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, um, Ben Taggart. There is a Live the Dream page. Um, just come find me. I'm I'm always mooching around on Facebook and Instagram in my two platforms of choice at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm going to just expand and expand and expand and keep helping people and um, keep doing what I'm doing. And, yeah, just look for me, Ben Taggart, Live the Dream, and uh, come and join me. Come join the party. Have a chat. And, uh Come find me on Clubhouse and find me on the Facebook and all over the shop. Just keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And uh, Matt, I love what you're doing, mate. This has been such a pleasure talking to you. I really oh, appreciate man. you having me on here. It's uh, it's been fun. No, I got to get you back. I think um, I feel like you're on my wavelength quite a lot. So I definitely love to get you back on. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, just shout me out, definitely. But um, got to book. We got to book it in. Put it that way. All yeah. right. No, no, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been great. I love what you're doing. And um, yeah, we'll just do some other stuff, um, like-minded people, and we'll find more like-minded people. And it's all about us expanding our minds and trying to live our best lives, really. Definitely. Oh, thank you, mate. Right. Thank you, everybody. I will be back next week. So uh, join us then. Don't forget, drop us a nice little comment. Why not? Especially if you watched on the replay. Uh, hashtag replay. Uh, and don't forget to give it a share. Let's have some hearts. I've not said that. I used to say it all the time, but give me some hearts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, all. Bye-bye.